0: Welcome to Racing Incident, a podcast about Formula
1: One in an American accent. I'm Anna. And live from San Francisco, I'm (laughs) Ellen. (laughs) Ooh, fancy. Yeah,
0: fancy. Shouldn't it be, you know, it should be like live from Miami, you know? Um, Yes. Welcome to Miami. Um, Benvenido a Miami. Yeah, I know everyone's been listening to that, you know, all week, right? So sorry, everyone. (laughs) i'm sure you've heard enough of that song to last you the rest of your life Uh, yeah i know i have (laughs) yeah same same so yeah the miami grand prix the inaugural the first the uh probably not the last Uh, (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, yeah. um yeah there's i don't know i have mixed feelings myself Yeah. What are so? What are your like? Okay, you watched the race, of course. I, we we both watched I the did. race. I um, did. Did you see any of the all the rest of the hoopla craziness, like the opening party or the any of the uh, what else? Like any of the other stuff from the weekend?
1: No, I really did. I've just seen like little um, clips on Twitter. I should say uh-huh. to our listeners, I'm I'm in San Francisco for work, so. Yeah, you're busy. I'm busy, unfortunately. Um, yep. So yep. I did get to- Don't f- worry. I've seen everything. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, did, I, I mean. did watch qualifying and I and I watched the race. It was a big old snooze fest up until the safety yeah. car. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: And I don't, while I, I love a good safety car moment, I don't love <laughs> races that rely on- a crash to make it interesting because that's not good reason yeah and it's not safe. yeah so, that's kind
0: of a bummer you know yeah. I actually yeah I felt actually really uncomfortable listening to the commentary leading up to the before the safety car because Crofty and and Martin Brundle were both like it was like they were like praying for a safety car like you yeah. could it was just like no. it was a little bit I'm like this is not really okay guys because okay. like a safety car could mean someone could get seriously hurt also. So, like, you know,
1: yes. maybe... Um, maybe we should not hope for that.
0: Maybe not, yeah. I mean, it was like they were so clearly, they were like, whoa, we could have a safety car. And they were like, it's a street track and we haven't had a safety car yet. Like, this is amazing, you know.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and a new... <laughs> like. I was, I felt, uh, I didn't love that. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, but I mean, I mean, in fairness, yeah, it was boring up until then. But it's like,
1: I, I also don't want... Someone to get seriously injured? Yes, which uh, so. we will definitely get into. But my other last thought about yes. um, that race was that there were a lot of great midfield battles that I had no idea were happening until I know this morning. Like truly, I had no idea that there were all these great midfield battles because yeah. um, crowd shots because we didn't see Max Verstappen <laughs> three miles ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like <laughs> yeah okay
0: yeah yeah um i i mean i was shocked honestly i didn't know uh how many overtakes there were yes. i know there were a bunch just from you know having watched it and you know seeing like on the graphic the little uh things move like yes. when a you know yes. driver overtakes another driver and i yeah and i would be looking and i would see them on there and i'm like but they're they're not showing us they're not talking about yeah. it this is really irritating yes like i don't understand why you wouldn't talk about it more when it was not for the most part exciting at the front um other than a few uh, times here and there and so it's like why why aren't you talking about it at all it was so it was uh you found that stat i was really glad you found that that there were 45 overtakes uh at this race 45 which was yeah was the it's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Sure, some of them probably were not necessarily exciting overtakes. Yeah. But just they might have been less. Yeah, could have been less, you know, whatever. But some of them must have been yeah. um, really good ones. And, of course, they showed some. But it was definitely like, I've seen a lot of people complaining about that, actually. So I think yeah. there's definitely a consensus on that. And,
1: and well, yeah, <laughs> Sky did no favors for this race, which was they were trying to hype it up. as going to be like this great race. And mm-hmm. actually, it maybe could have been or, you know. It's, like, that the, the saying, like, if, you know, a tree falls in the middle of the woods, did it actually fall? Because, <laughs> um, like, I didn't yeah. see it, so I don't know. Right. But also, too, yeah least, like... George, I'm sure it was a great I'm event, sure, which sure is, you know, like, the whole point. Right. Right. Like... Like a baseball yeah. game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Love a baseball game when in person, not so much on TV. Totally. Um, totally. And even with Russell and, and Lewis, uh, with George and Lewis, like, they were going back and forth for a while, which... I don't know what was going on with that, but I barely saw it on TV and I was like, no, go go to that. That is interesting. Like, I want to see that. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, they did. They did
0: give a I feel like they paid a fair amount of attention to that, of course, because they're always going to like pay attention to Lewis. Right. Because it's Lewis. And of course, they're continuing to pay a lot of attention to George. <laughs> yes, <Love> George. <laughs> because I don't know if you've heard, Elle, but George has scored in the top five of every race so far. And he's the only driver to have done that. Now, we've been told that approximately every 30 seconds. I, had so I don't no know if you've idea. heard I don't know if
1: you've heard and that then, news. <laughs> wow.
0: George I'm yeah. proud of you. I'm I am proud of George. Like first of all to yes, take nothing very, away from yes, George. very seriously,
1: very he's, proud of George.
0: He's doing a great job, you know. Go go him. But yeah, the way that they're like hyping him up is like uh-huh. you know, it's very transparent that they want him to like, beat Lewis yeah, and and you agenda. know for that to be the story you know because that would make it a that would make a great story right right you know because i'm sure it was a great story when lewis came in and kicked fernando alonso's ass you know yeah so they they want that to happen again and maybe it will but it's like guys don't force it don't force it let it you know Let
1: him like you know and it leave leave george George alone we've said this before we'll say it again is like not lewis's number one fan but he is very respectful of Everything that we've seen, obviously we don't know what happens behind doors, but it seems very respectful of the relationship and admires him. And yeah, they seem to be getting along very well.
0: They went surfing together, you know, you know, they're,
1: yeah. Fernando Alonso and Lewis Hamilton don't get along. They don't like each other. No, no, they didn't. Well, it
0: it all just started out badly and it never got any better. I think, you know, so (laughs) (laughs) I have so many feelings about Fernando and in this race too, Fernando was on some kind of a tear he because was. you know i mean he was he's definitely been frustrated he's talked about he's fr- frustrated that the car seems very good and fast and everything but he's got very few points to show for it because yeah. he's had uh dnfs and you know other all these things have happened to him and it's like you know it's always the same story i feel like with him was like, oh woe is me you know yeah. like i'm so unlucky i'm the most unlucky person in all of formula one Nothing ever goes my way. Like, you came back to like, the sport after
1: like being gone for a year. You are very yeah. lucky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I mean, he's performing still at a high level. Like yeah. I'm not, oh not to God. take anything away from him either. But like, there's just a lot of complaining always. I feel like. Yeah. A lot of complaining. <laughs> he's like he I don't know what he expects. He's not going to win his third championship. I don't think you know like you had your shot sorry you're Lewis still here in formula for yeah I mean you're still here in formula one like be happy about yeah. that and he was actually last, last season, season. Do you remember like he was like he was having a blast he's like loving life you know and I think he's a little more frustrated this season I
1: mean how many times has he gone through a regulation change like he should know that the first year after a regulation change is going to be bumpy yeah yeah I mean, they they definitely are
0: having various issues, but I mean, it's 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 pretty common for that to be the case. Again, like you said, in a, in a new regulation situation, I mean, Red Bull was having so many yeah. issues too, and they still might. I mean, oh, Checo we, had an issue in this race. Wait,
1: they could go to um, in far far the Miami race, and, so. and the car start on fire or something. It, yeah, you know? I mean, like, who knows? You know, not, perhaps. You know. Yeah,
0: perhaps they've solved everything, but perhaps they haven't, and so. um, so I think, I mean, it's still so early in the season. So, but I, I was not a fan of like, I was, <laughs> I'm watching the race and first Fernando bumps Lewis and I was like, oh no, you didn't, <laughs> you know, like w- what is wrong with yeah. you? Okay. It was not a big bump and, and Lewis didn't have any damage, even though he was c- convinced he did, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was kind of funny, <laughs> you know, I, but like, and I was actually like, well, if he, feels like there's damage then there's damage guys like keep checking yeah like i was like they're telling him like no everything's fine and i'm like well he's the one driving the car you know surely he would be able to tell like that's one of the things that you know formula one drivers like that's that's what makes them uh one of the things that makes them such great drivers yes. is that they can like feel everything the car is doing they know like when, you know, they, they can tell when the, obviously when the tires are going off, when they're this, that, like they can tell all these things just by mm-hmm. driving the car. So I was like really worried there for a minute, but I guess everything was fine. He bumped someone else and I was like, dude, like, c- come on. And, cause, and he's supposed to, and he's like famous for being an incredible wheel-to-wheel racer without uh, making contact yes. usually. So it's like, well, what's what's going on here, Fernando? Yeah. <laughs> can, 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 this is next. Yeah. Uh, L plan was not going to plan again. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, he got that five second penalty in the end, which, um, you know, promoted everybody one spot because uh, well, not everybody. But the, yeah. Uh, so Alex Yalban got two points, not one, but two. Continuing to kick ass and take names right here and that williams i mean he's he's like slotted right into George's seat there with like the same the same awesomeness
1: yeah um really happy for him really happy because he, he yeah kind of he's doing great Red Bull and he deserved better he did he did
0: i mean I think there was maybe like no other way that could have gone, but nevertheless it, it's really nice to see him back, and he's so uh he you could tell he's really happy and yeah. um He's matured a lot in that year, I feel like. Yeah. He's he's had a lot of time to think, like, once you're out, you're like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really want to get back in. Not that you didn't want to be in in the first place, yes. but it, like, gives you that perspective. Um, and so, did you hear him talk about that, actually? So he had the red hair again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and he talked about that. He was like, well, I had the red hair in uh, Melbourne, and I scored a point. He scored a point there, the famous, you know, tire whisperer race where he went the entire race on that one Insane. set of hards and yeah so he scored the one point there and then the next race his hair he said was already it was like starting to fade because he hadn't got it redyed, obviously and and he came 11th so he was like no we got to go back I'm to the red everything. hair and it worked it wor- you know and it worked because he would have gotten one point anyway even without uh fernando's penalty and he ended up getting two, uh, but he would have still gotten the point even if there was no penalty. Yeah. So yeah, the red hair got to keep it going. Red now red. he's gonna—I hope he's gonna have to—he's
1: like gonna have to do it all season. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks cool. I know. It I like it looks too. Looks like I don't know. Like he should be like drifting. I don't know. Like he should be in like a, <laughs> like a drift car and like that would be so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like he looks
0: really cool with the red hair. He does. I know. Or like he could be like, or like a DJ or yes. something. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there's the main thing I feel like about this past weekend in Miami, some of the main things, there's so many things, is I feel like there's been this whole, um, you know, discussion about like some people are definitely not feeling it, not feeling the whole American vibe you know, not, not into it, not into the football helmets on the podium, not into the, not into any of it. I, I, now, I mean, obviously we've already damn. heard all the talk of the fake Marina and this and that, that's, you know, yeah. beside the point. But like, people are just like, oh, this is you know this is how Americans do it. Oh, it's so stupid. It's like wrestling, or, you know, it's like this or it's like that. And it's like,
1: Guys, do you know what I don't really get about that? Is that I think Coda is more like quote unquote, quote unquote, American, like in your face. Yeah. I didn't really feel like this. I mean, other than like oh, a few random things, I mean, the football helmets I thought were kind of funny. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I didn't have any,
1: but also, I like, mean,
0: it's silly, but it's like the whole thing I mean, is
1: ridiculous. Like, we're, yeah, the whole thing is ridiculous. Exactly, we're exactly. People in metal boxes that are worth millions of dollars and flinging them around circles essentially Mm, like hundreds of millions of dollars yeah it's 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 insane and and we're like don't die good luck like it's (laughs) the whole thing is not
0: it is ridiculous it is ridiculous and i think people forget that the people forget that like you know the sport originated with like rich people had like nothing better to do yeah and they had really fast cars that they wanted to race against Gentleman each other. Drivers. And that was how Formula One, yeah, came about. And it's like, I mean, that's ridiculous, too. That's ridiculous it's in ridiculous. its own way. It's all, yeah, it's not, it's different to other sports. Like we've said so many times, it's, it's not, yes. you know, it's so much more, it's so much about the show. Like I do, like we've talked about, there should be that balance, mm-hmm. but like. It's so much about that. And, you know, I think the people that are complaining don't understand (laughs) that or have forgotten conveniently or whatever that Formula One, you know, when Bernie Ecclestone was still running it before Liberty Media bought it, and I'm no great fan of Liberty Media necessarily for many, many, many reasons. Neither of us are. But, you know, but when Bernie was running it, it was, you know, he was like anti-social media and he was like, he didn't have, uh, you know, he, he didn't really have, uh, he didn't care about the American market at all. He was like, why would I care? <laughs> Not like a big market or anything, <laughs> but, you yeah. know, there was no uh, there were no really attempts to open things up here bridge like uh, and in other countries. Yeah, he was he was perfectly fine with it the way it was. He thought that, you know, there's been so much press around all this stuff now in uh, Miami. And like there was like Bloomberg Business Week did this whole cover story that I read that was pretty good, actually. It gave a really nice, um, I'll, as always, put a link in the show notes for you guys so you can read it yourselves. It was a really nice kind of summation of, like, the whole, you know, journey from, like, when it was Bernie running it to when Liberty bought it and just how how much things have changed. And so now here we are with, like, these big spectacle races like Miami, like Vegas next year is going to be also, we all know it's going to be crazy. Oh, it's
1: <laughs> Which I'm, it's gonna kind of insane because I mean Vegas is like <laughs> oh, yeah I mean ever, totally you you got married in Vegas so you know but if you're yeah, in Vegas, yeah, like, yeah. it is yeah sensory overload it's insane yeah but it's so fun it's so it's fun. fun like I would yeah I
0: I agree with you by the way what you were saying that like Coda is more of a like I feel like that's more like American American you know because it's it's Texas so it's like the, I don't know I guess they both though have like Miami has a um, very diverse population and Texas does in a way also um, although they do, I don't it's not think necessarily
1: advertised by the state yeah
0: right um I think that uh, although you know sadly I think the spectators at the races are not necessarily a diverse representation because again these races are really expensive and you know Um, we're going to talk more about that in a minute, but I, I think that it's just very tiresome to me that like people like, I've never, I've never felt more both at the same time embarrassed to be an American and also like protective and patriotic and like fuck off Europeans, you know, who are being obnoxious about all the over the top stuff, you know,
1: I'm like, I'm like of two minds, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes it's like you can't make fun of you. you're like the second people make fun of yes. your family you're like yes it's, it's like that it's like that yeah like
0: i'm like only yeah.
1: i'm allowed to make fun of it not you guys it, exactly yeah not you. well you know what i think the problem is is that sometimes i think europeans take it just like a little bit too far mm-hmm. and this is something i see on twitter all the time so like i'm not the first person to take credit <laughs> for this but i tend to find that like you know, you'll make fun of like a British person and, and good mm-hmm. fun, like oh, you make fun of their mm-hmm. accent, or you make fun of the fact that they eat like <laughs> peas, which is it disgusting. Was weird. It's so weird, and then they like immediately take it to like below the belt, mm-hmm. like immediately below the belt, like like oh, at least we don't have school shootings. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, what makes you think that's something to like make yeah. fun of? Like that's yeah horrific also again Physical. we're
0: not crazy about that ourselves like that's not no, we're, i don't love yeah, that, no, that. No, nobody's no, into that
1: no no i've actually had to go to like either. the meeting
0: at the school like where they tell you like yes. what, what what happens in an active shooter situation and like here's yeah. what they do and this and that and then there's like the police officer there and i'm like is this real Please. life
1: i went to school in a post columbine america
0: columbine happened when i was in high school And so you would think that would have, like, sort of changed something at the time, but it was sort of, like, still early on in the, it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was, I'm sure there were ones before that. It was sort of, like, the first, like, one that became, like, national news, I feel like, and that, yeah. Yeah. And I remember, I clearly remember, like, being in high school and, like, like being over at my friend's house and watching, like, the coverage and being, like, what the hell is this? And then they sort of didn't, like, they didn't, yeah, nothing really happened at the time. I still had like a year or two of school after that, and it was still, it was like, we didn't Mm -hmm. have any of those drills or any of that stuff, Uh, which I'm really happy about because that seems awful.
1: Oh my God. I remember every, you know, doing active shooter drills in school. Um, And it it, it only increasingly got worse. Like, it got really bad when I was in high school. That was the worst one. That was the Mm -hmm. hardest one, I would say, was with Sandy Hook. Oh my God. Yeah. I was still in high school at that point, and that was really bad. That was really, really a tough day in general to be in school and also just it got really serious after that I felt like
0: it was not fun as a parent on that day like that was awful because I um my son was only he was not in school yet when Sandy Hook happened he was only like 10 or 11 months so not in any kind of school yet obviously but still it was like it it just hits different when you're you just imagine like that could be your child this this is awful anyway this is um depressing
1: and uh yeah we can we can moving away, away like, from that my, my point yeah. about that was that like it's just like immediate like below the belt <laughs> yeah. and it's like why would you why would you make fun of something that's like a deep rooted trauma yeah. for a lot of people yeah. who don't want this but
0: it's it's a really big country over here it's like what people a lot of people yeah, really like. don't understand that i feel like in other oh, yeah. parts of the world oftentimes even if they're you know well educated and whatever like, they don't get it. Like, that's how we saw, like, that, remember, like, when people were, like, three races in the U.S., you know, but that they really don't understand how gigantic the country is. Like, that, we're like, where we still live,
1: it's... In three different yeah, time where zones. Yeah,
0: where we live, it's still actually, like, super far to any of those three races for us, for example. Yeah, oh, my if God, If we wanted to, so like, Montreal, yeah, exactly, Montreal is closer. It's, like, slightly closer than CODA. And as I understand, a lot cheaper. Um, So, um, yay Canada. I'm like, guys, let's not have European fans angry at American fans and American fans defensive towards European fans. Let's all instead hate, like, F1 and the FIA instead. Like, can we just do that? So, yeah, the FIA is, like, again, we need to all collectively team up to hate them instead because of this continued ridiculousness. With this jewelry situation, it, it continues to be ridiculous.
1: It's so dumb. Like, it, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have other <sighs> thoughts other than yeah. it's stupid. It's dumb. It's, well, yeah. I, my thing is, is you didn't give a shit before. And if you want to make there's a safety mm-hmm. argument, fine. I could see it. You know, you don't want people wearing jewelry in the car, you know, in case they get into a crash. And that makes things worse. But why mm-hmm. are you just starting to care about it now? And the fact that you haven't cared about it before doesn't mm-hmm. look great. You weren't doing your job before, mm-hmm. actually. And that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't, doesn't make, make, make any, any sense, sense, right? It doesn't make any sense. Like, why now? Um, and same with the underwear, which... Uh, <laughs> Hopefully everyone saw Sebastian Vettel wearing his underwear over his race suit. I appreciated which that. I think some people are like not fans. They're like, "Oh, he's just he loves to do anything for attention." First the scooter, now this, you know, whatever. And I'm like, "Come yeah. on, he's th- this is so fun!" Like, you know, you have to have fun in you your workplace. It, exactly,
1: exactly. You got to keep things. You know light. What I'm going to do? Keep things chill exactly when I when I get a chance. Actually I'm not gonna do it because I don't know how to use Photoshop, but I wanted to take that picture of <laughs> him um in his underwear, like over his suit, and just like uh-huh. put like my Calvin's yeah. at the top, you know, like a Calvin oh. Klein underwear <laughs> ad. That'd be funny.
0: Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Yeah. Um for the record they were Pumas, I believe. Always <laughs> oh, so, repping uh, the brand know.
1: sponsor. He's a company. Shout out company to Puma. Man. I appreciate
0: yeah. it. Exactly. I mean, Puma should be thrilled Puma right really? now, frankly. I mean, that, like, everyone in the world has seen that yeah. picture. Too bad it wasn't And I'm actually. sure they're... Yeah. <laughs> Nevertheless, don't defame my man, Seb. He may not be 23 anymore or whatever, but... He still yeah. got it. So he, I mean, I loved it because it was like, I'm like, this is like, he's like, he's like a Formula One superhero. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with this.
1: with the, the underwear, with the suit. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: It was giving, Super it was giving vibes. superhero vibes. He just needed a cape. He needed no a cape and then it would have been perfect. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, th- it did raise the question. Like, remember when we were talking about the underwear before, if Puma can make all this other stuff for them. Why can't they make fireproof underwear? Like I don't also, understand. Like this shouldn't this shouldn't be hard. You, what
1: is fireproof underwear going to do?
0: I mean, I guess the thinking is that like uh, if you have a synthetic material uh, on, then maybe you know you like that, and, and you would think that the fellows would actually that would care about protecting that yeah. area right from fire. That's very true. So I mean, you know, <laughs> at least I but would like, if I was. If,
1: if it's already to that point, like I don't. What else is it going to do?
0: I know that's 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 what that's what I think, too. I don't get it. I'm, I'm maybe, you know, I don't know. And especially now, I feel like, I guess the the thinking being that, like, if they're truly stuck in the car, like that they can't get out, yeah. you know, because even like like you remember Grosjean, Grosjean, it was hard for him to get out. He did get out eventually. But for a while there, he was like, like, that's how he would have died if he wouldn't have been able to get out. He would have. Yeah. um you know his burns would have been too severe smoke inhalation or whatever you know like that he would have just died if he wouldn't have been able to make it out so i think they but yeah that's 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 sort of like my feeling too if it's getting to that point <laughs> then does it does it even matter uh-huh. really like this it's a grotesque but, idea but like if the yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i don't know but uh but i appreciated it from seb and i don't care what anyone <laughs> says he's awesome <laughs> and you know and then lewis doing his thing with the the press conference with the three watches and all the jewelry he Chef's could possibly kiss. put on and i mean yeah it's, it's perfection just 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 kink shit also like, most, like all the time how many
1: fucking watch companies are the sponsor of f1 like
0: Richard i know Mill. they should be
1: happy um
0: <laughs> iwc yeah i'm sure tag Hur uh, at one point tag Hur sponsors red bull um, still i
1: think now rolex um, seems like rolex would be one yeah, omega I mean, like there's these are rich people things yeah. like yeah,
0: uh, it's all just it's so it's like the thing that the thing that really now concerns me after having read. And so I'll put I'll put the link to this for you guys in the show notes. There was a piece out, I think, today where it talked about the fact that apparently this because um, people have been saying that maybe that this came from these two new race directors this season because they're kind of trying to like prove a point that like we're going to run a tight ship in the wake of, you know, the Michael Massey debacle, you know, that they're trying to like kind of make it. And I was like, I thought that made a lot of sense. And I thought maybe that that was a possible explanation for, um, for what's going on here with this jewelry and underwear business and whatever. But it seems apparently that it's coming from, at least according to this article, uh, from the president, uh, Ben Saliam. And um you know who of course hasn't been president for that long yet he became president at a you know uh not fun time right mm-hmm. in the wake of um abu dhabi 2021 and he had to try to clean all that up and in this in this article they talked about which i had sort of forgotten even really that he came out and was like quite upset about lewis not going to the prize giving gala which who could blame him <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> you know also like why is it <laughs> mandatory like that's i know it's stupid. really weird
0: they have so many weird rules like i mean come on you yeah. know it's like this is just another one it's just bizarre why it's, I know. And then, and then they gave him this huge fine, but then he he, the, he made them promise they were going to use it somehow for diversity initiatives or something. So it was all like a positive thing in the end. And Lewis obviously uh, isn't short of money, yeah. but never, yeah. anyway, it was still yeah. kind of like, really, like why? Like, okay, it's mandatory. Again, it's like rules are rules, but it's like they've not enforced this jewelry and underwear thing before. They didn't have to enforce the one where he has to go to the ceremony. You know, it they just feels like a thumb in his eye every time. Correct
1: procedure at a race. So, yeah, just kind of say
0: like <laughs> they do whatever the heck
1: they want. It's
0: kind of hypocritical, isn't it? You have to follow the rules, but we don't. You know, yeah. and and it's like, you know, and it's like, again, now there's these like, I think, valid questions being raised about, well, if you guys are so concerned about safety, why did you have seemingly no concern about what happened to Esteban Ocon and Carlos Sainz during the practices. And, you know, they, they had these really, really bad shunts both in that same spot um, where there was no, none of the tech pro barrier Mm -hmm. was behind um, that particular wall. It was just concrete. And so of course that, that caused them to have, you know, really, really bad, the crashes were much worse than if there had been something to absorb the impact. And they, you know, they were like, Legitimately, they were not like severely hurt, and they were able to race. But Esteban Ocon didn't get to qualify no. because he, his car was so messed up. the The chassis got cracked; it was severely messed up, and it was his worst.
1: Uh, I think yeah, his neck for him it was probably like a, still hurts.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And Carlos's did too. He said actually he um, his impact was like a little less than Esteban's, but also really bad. He said that his was definitely hurting. Like towards the end of the race, he was saying he couldn't really push as hard. Because you know up. you get tired during yeah you get tired during a race anyway and but he was his neck was still you know kind of um, injured I think he was wearing one I think I saw him wearing one of those like things that they you know remember when they put him on K Mag for mm-hmm. for and I think other now I see them on other drivers so maybe I think it's like a new I feel like it's like a new development yeah. or something because they didn't well, seem to use them before. What really pisses um, me off
1: about that tech pro barrier is that obviously street circuits are meant to be narrow. It's supposed to test your ability to drive, right? Like, and drive really well under pressure. Yeah. But this was a man-made street circuit. This was not Monaco. This yeah. is not Baku, where you're you're building yeah. something out of what you have. And so they're like, mm. oh, well, the, the entrance was too narrow to put the tech pro barrier there. I'm like, you made this. Yeah. You you could have made it uh, wider. I know. What, yeah. What I mean, I don't, I what don't understand. What were we going with here? What was the point? Like... It,
0: it doesn't make any sense. I th- I think maybe they were. I, I, my only guess is that they were saying that they wouldn't be able to widen it, like from practice to qualifying to the race, whatever. That there wasn't, you know. I just they wouldn't I mean, have been able to. I mean, when they initially to... designed
1: the like, the course, like
0: right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, with with new courses that are built, you know when they're new, I mean, they're definitely are like, like Jetta too. They did make some changes to Jetta for before, ahead of the second year, this past, um, this past race, like they made some changes to that. Like, so changes can be yeah. made um, and maybe hopefully will be for this. But the main concern that the drivers were expressing was that the FIA just kind of like ignored yeah, them. Like, nah. They, they brought their concerns to them and the FIA was kind of like, eh, Not, we don't <laughs> need to do this. Like shrug. <laughs> Not a big deal. Oh, but your underpants and your jewelry yeah. are very well, and big. Also, deal.
1: too. I mean, how it was like fifty-one G's, right, for Esteban? Yeah. What was Max's yeah. crash at Silverstone? The same. It was something of that. It was that, exactly like, the same. And now that I'm not saying that was bad. I mean, it was obviously very painful, and it, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, we don't need to relitigate that Silverstone <laughs> over no. again. It's but, not. Um, <laughs> you know why are we not caring about this more? That's what I don't get.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's definitely, of course the circumstances, you know, I guess were different. You could say that, you know, one was, it was an incident with another driver, whereas in both the, both Carlos's and Esteban's case, it was a case of, you know, uh, making a boo-boo and, uh, and, and crashing, you know, due to that. I mean, and they, and that's the other thing they talked about, um, you know, it's been well documented now and talked about a ton. I will put the links for you guys about the fact that the drivers were not really pleased about the uh, surface of the track. They said that, um, mm-hmm. that, that the surface, like, on the racing line, that it was okay. But then, like, as soon as you would get off the racing line, it was like, you're, like, you know, slipping mm-hmm. and sliding around a lot. And so that's not good. And also it's not good for, so th- given that, I mean, I don't know. Somehow then they said it was better in the race. I don't know if that was because you're on higher fuel or what, but like they, um, they were saying in the race it was actually better. And then, or else how could we have had all these overtakes, you know? Too because usually you're having to take a different line or something than in order to do an overtake. Um, so I don't know, but like there seemed to be some concerns with the circuits. So hopefully um, they could make some changes, you know, for next year. I mean, I really would like them to, you know, I, I mean, like th- this is not okay. That like your drivers are telling you that like this is this is a problem over here and you need to yeah. fix it. And they're kind of not doing anything about it. I mean, even little Lando, I'm, I can't help but call him that. because He's like a baby. Um, it, I mean, even Lando was like, well, they should listen. He like said some kind of like he made like kind of a strong comment saying that they need to listen to drivers sometimes more like because we're the ones out there driving. So we know what we're talking about, you know, and they need to take and i was like yeah they do yeah, yeah. <laughs> like why are you not listening to the drivers like you're i thought that was your whole job here was to ensure their safety yeah. and uh you know so you only care about safety when it comes to people's jewelry and underwear i guess but in terms of them crashing someplace where there's not a barrier that can withstand the the possibility of a really heavy crash and them them getting injured as a result that's all fine
1: yeah totally fine (laughs) like
0: esteban in the post uh in the post race show was like i mean he looked fine he's standing there talking to them or whatever but he was like i'm like i'm destroyed you know he of course it was a very physical difficult race for everyone um you know not just um not just him and carlos having the crashes but it was because it was because the weather the temperature was super hot and it was yeah i mean they looked i mean did you see i don't know if you saw like afterwards when max was like he had to, like, sit there for a while. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, when I saw <laughs> he was, that, he I mean, reminded me of, um I forget what race it was at, but remember when Lewis was really dehydrated?
0: Yeah, yeah, that was Hungary, hungry, It reminded
1: I me of that. I don't yeah. It does not look good.
0: It was like that, which I guess, I don't know if it was, like, really hot that day or I can't it remember. Was but it was very hot
1: oh, that day in Hungary. Yeah, It was, like, in yeah, the 80s. That's right. But the thing about that's right, Florida right. is that it is, it is so humid, <laughs> like, and yeah, that's what that's what kills I'm you. I mean, same word like, with where
0: we live. Yeah,
1: it sucks. It sucks. And I heard it's going to be humid tomorrow. There, sorry.
0: Uh, whatever, I'll just stay inside um, <laughs> in the nice comfort of air yeah, conditioning. It's, it's very humid. <laughs> One of my favorite inventions of humanity, <laughs> for sure. Because I would be so Thank I don't know how people live without it. I mean, I know there's a way to like design homes that it's more yeah, you know. Cool uh efficient. whatever yeah. But, yeah but I would not be able to live without that with the with the normal not cool yeah. house I have so um <laughs> but yeah so it was like I mean they were all like really hurting after and so especially um Esteban and Carlos where I think because of their big crashes because that doesn't just like that's not just like a you know like you bumped you stubbed your toe and like then you're feeling better 10 minutes later like this these are you know they're okay. They're not seriously hurt, but it's like it, it's a big yeah. deal to have a crash like that. It's that's a lot. um, it's just a good thing. Yeah, it, it's a lot. Like that's so many G's. That's just insane. Like I can't even really like wrap my head around that. Um, so I, I of course it makes me think also of um, this is probably one of the things you didn't see from this weekend, but um, Zach Brown went to fly with the Blue Angels. <laughs> Oh my God! He, yeah. There's a video on YouTube. There's a video. I have to say, I am impressed. Uh, with I, I, don't exactly have many warm feelings right now towards Zach Brown for reasons we'll talk about in a minute. But um, uh, I, I have to say, I, I was really impressed that he didn't black out or at least not that they showed. And I so, I mean, I don't think he did. Cause then he talked about, he was saying he didn't, Now he was definitely doing the, like, you're supposed to breathe a certain way. Like they tell yeah, you, and that could you know, be what to do. So you don't car
1: driving, you know, car, you know, cause he was a racing. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. But like, but, but, uh, but I was like, oh, cool. Like good for you, I guess. Because I, I mean, I, th- I feel like I would totally black out even if I was doing the breathing. I feel like that would not help me. i don't know but he and he was really ambitious too like he's in there and like there's a camera and the guy asked him like do you want to do uh a a role like at full speed or not or do you want to do two or one and zach was like two at full speed you know like he's like okay who and then later is
1: running mclaren's marketing department good job
0: yeah no they're 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 on it they're on it i have to admit they're it's almost like who cares what the results on track are, like, of course they care but like they really do such a good job that it's like it's sometimes it's almost like beside the point yeah,
1: they do such a good job
0: <laughs> whether they're getting the results, you know yeah for sure because you know they've got these super uh personable marketable drivers of course and they're doing all this fun stuff with them the crop tops were fabulous.
1: <laughs> did like you know. the crop tops. <laughs> I That was funny. That was funny. I mean, that was great. That was that awesome. Was funny.
0: That was like, like, I'm, you know, I don't know how I feel about the whole. Again, so many things now have, for me, been sort of ruined from this weekend because of like, so we may as well talk about it. Um, there was, um, if people probably are not watching all the press conferences the way us obsessive uh, losers are. Who are doing podcasts <laughs> and things like that? Um, but I watch all the press conferences. Sometimes I don't watch the team principals one ones because it's usually you know there'll be like two different groups. Um, but I watched it this time, and I'm glad I did because uh, there was um, um, there was there was a lot of actually it was very interesting in general the press conferences because there was a lot of American
1: media yeah. there, right? So you, you heard know, people you don't hear,
0: right? Yeah. Just a Quick
1: quick side <laughs> you note. Know, because this is an important story but i just want to say the same people who um are like mad about the unseriousness about this race are like also the same ones who think our sports media is like too serious
0: yeah so who
1: on that <laughs> for a while europeans anybody really i don't want to yeah. just specifically call it europeans i think it's really more british people yeah um
0: yeah, no, it's not just Europeans. Like I have seen Americans too be like, oh yeah, yeah like, ugh, so cringe, you know. Uh. And I'm like, guys, mm-hmm. come on, like you, like can you can you go be hipsters about something else? Like it, you don't have to do it about this. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, you like that band before anyone else did. Okay, you like Deaf One before anyone else did. Okay, Good for, for you. you. Let people
1: like things. I don't you have to know. Tell
0: you. Yeah, I mean. Really. It's it's good for the sport, ultimately, yeah. you know, as much as I hate to admit
1: like go, it. Go sort drink of. your PBR and go get into IndyCar now, okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a whole other matter. Yeah, but so the thing that happened during the principal's press conference that caught my attention quite a lot was that most of it was just, you know, the usual stuff, boring, boring, blah, blah, blah. And then um, this was the last question, actually, in the press conference with, it was, so it was Toto Wolff. Um, uh, Zach Brown and uh, Laurent Rossi from Alpine and because um, he's like the I, he's not a technically the team principal because that's Oatmar, right but he's like the CEO of the company and he does the press conferences for whatever mm-hmm. reason um, so I mean I'd rather have Oatmar. so there was a question Um, and so we do I, I you can see there's a there's a I'll put a link for you guys to I wrote put a Twitter thread like in our Twitter account kind of going through all this stuff Um. For people who couldn't see the press conference. And there was a question from uh, a gentleman uh, whose name was Dexter. Um, what is his last name? I was trying to pull this up and I don't know what I did with it. Uh, Dexter Bridgman. Oh, yeah. Bridgman. Dexter Bridgman, that's it. So um, right away, it was a very interesting question because he was like, hi, everyone. Uh, you know, he was like, this is my first Formula One race. And I was like, oh, so cute um and which you know was kind of like nice for the whole aspect of like the you know f1 is growing in the u.s there's a lot of people like us who are newer fans and uh and that includes dexter because um he so he and he was there um representing a company called mia media group um he's the founder and the publisher and they uh it's a black media publisher so they uh have uh they they do inserts like in the miami herald and i think they do some other stuff they have newsletters they do all this stuff uh for uh, a black audience and um that's like their target core audience and so Dexter's black as well and he um he stood up and he asked he was like you know what are your plans for kind of reaching out to American fans who look like me um he said I don't see a lot of people here who look like me not in this room not among the drivers you know um what are your plans for that and the responses were not great. <laughs> <laughs> They're not great. They and and Z- Zach was like I think I feel like Zach was like the worst. Like which I'm sorry. Is the, which but is But it was I mean Lawrence was not good either. But Zach was kind of the worst because of the fact he like ignored the question because it was very it, it was obvious to everyone, I'm sure, there that the guy was specifically asking about black fans or maybe you know other fans of color or whatever. You know, uh, fans, who, people who look like him. He is very clearly a black man there in the room, so they would have been able to yeah. see that. They know what he meant. But Zach, instead of answering that, because I guess he probably didn't have an answer for that, uh, he did the thing, which is you know what you are supposed to do uh, if you've been media trained: is you just ignore the question and answer a different question, it, and just answer whatever you feel like. It was
1: giving very much. Well, I have black friends, so I can't be racist.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. No, but it wasn't even that. It wasn't even I have black friends. It was I have James Corden. <laughs> you know? It was I mean, that's what it ended up being. He was um, like he 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 didn't he ignored the fact that the guy was asking the question specifically about race. Right. Which is just and funny. he talked about the fact Yeah. And he talked about how now there's a lot of more a lot more female fans, a lot more young fans because of Drive to Survive. And, you know, he, he mentioned he brought up their partnership with at that race James Corden and how, you know, I'm like James Corden, like they It's a piece, pretty white. white. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, what are you bringing up James Corden matter. for I'm as an example of what? Of how you're gonna he's reach ending, out to more he's white leaving, people? He's people? Okay, he's
1: leaving the Late Late Show or whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got some whole other plan, I guess. But like, you know, he talked about he's like, well, I think the way we do it is that like we reach out, like we have events. That take place in and around the race. It's not just at the race. And like he talked, some Mercedes had some like activation downtown. And I was like, I, mean, I was like cringing. I'm like, does he think downtown means like where the black people That's live? Like, maybe he just had to say like, like oh, I all I black thought people that live th- downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought there what was a possibility that of that. Honestly, like I'm not I, sure. You know, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Only Zach Brown
1: knows. He's been living in and. <laughs> Sorry for yeah. too long or whatever,
0: but I mean that's not even it. Like even it's it's not even that. It's just you know he's a white man who's extremely rich, yeah. and I mean you know you're you're living in a bubble there, and so they didn't really you know so that didn't answer the guy's question at all. Then Toto went next, and he was like, um, his was a, a little bit better because he at least talked about he like mentioned how you know internally at Mercedes they're really trying to diversify again. Not the guy's question. Because he asked specifically about outreach to fans. Uh, but I guess you could say that maybe that's an example of, like, if you're seeing that there are people at the teams who look yeah. more like you, then maybe that would be more, you know, make it for fans more accessible and, more, and feel like they're more included in that. So he didn't specify all that, but I guess that's probably what he meant. So he talked about how, you know, of course, they're doing Mercedes has, like, a target of, like, hiring something like 25% or whatever people from minority backgrounds and are they haven't hit it yet but they're working towards it etc you know but again it's like i can't help but listen to that and be like well the only reason you guys are doing all that is because of lewis like that's why this all you know nobody nobody thought to tackle any of these things before nobody lewis cared. started bringing them up like nobody cared and and one of the comments that um i thought was interesting that somebody re- responded to our thread on twitter about this was that they were like wow, like these were their answers. Like this is, this is, these are not great answers. Like from a PR standpoint, even, you know, like you're supposed to have something better than this to say (laughs) like, and they were like, well, this just means that, you know, they, they're not expecting questions like these. They're not ready for questions like these. And, and I think that that's a really good point because, you know, because people who are in these types of positions, you know, they're usually like their PR people We'll be like, you're probably getting this kinds of question, that kind of question, you know, be prepared to answer that, this, talk about that. You know, and this is obviously something they've never really had to talk about very much because, you know, the um because the media that is typically there is mostly male and white. Like they're not asking these types of questions yeah. there. It's just not, you know, maybe they care about it on some level, but it's not very central or important to them. They'd rather ask about their updates or their this or that, which again, not unimportant things, but you know, there's just no one there asking these types of questions ever usually. And so I was really glad that, you know, Dexter was there to ask it. And so I actually spoke to him today because um, I, I called him and that we talked for a while and um, you know, I, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk to him further and maybe, maybe we'll see if we can even have him on the show or I don't know. But, uh, but he, um, you know, i just he, so i asked him also about like as far as the spectators how did how diverse did he think the crowd was in terms of uh spectators and he was like uh it was probably like five percent people of color and like a smaller percentage of those people were black mm-hmm. you know based on obviously he couldn't have seen every person that was there but he can said he said, he said he get did get around sense. a bit yeah yeah you can get a sense yeah for sure and i mean i was trying to kind of look on tv too and you know um i feel like they showed more uh, maybe that was deliberate <laughs> maybe they were like look there's my black friend you know it was here's like my jordan <laughs> right we have black people here michelle obama's here yeah serena and venus williams <laughs> all
1: multimillionaires.
0: black people with the former first lady dollars. like okay. power and money yeah. Like, yeah yeah okay but super, super cool, cool. love
1: michelle, michelle. like that
0: was super michelle cool. yeah
1: also, we I love all the photos of Lewis hugging
0: everyone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, it, it, In case you're a big Formula One fan now, Michelle, after this, like, let, let's talk. Let's uh, talk. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and I mean, I was actually like praying during qualifying that Lewis wasn't going to qualify badly in front of Michelle. I'm like, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Michelle's watching Lewis. Come on. You know, and then he did OK. So I was I was happy. But I was like, because that's gotta, that's gotta be like, I'd feel a little bit under pressure, more so than usual. Yeah. If like Michelle Obama's there and I'm trying to, you know, um, trying to, trying to qualify well in front of her, I'd be, I'd be freaked out. But of course, I guess Lewis doesn't get freaked out, so good for him. <laughs> but I'd be like, oh no, Michelle Obama's there, and I'd like screw up for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd mess up. Um, but. <clears throat> Yeah, so you said the crowd, you know, not very diverse, as you would expect, you know, again, because these tickets are hugely, hugely expensive. Um, I mean, even among, you know, you could even say, uh, I'm sure that even among people who were not minorities, people who are white or whatever, you know, like, there, it was only, it's a certain subset of white people, too. Like, it's only people with the means to, yeah, extremely, extremely wealthy people who have the means to be able to go to a race like this, to travel to it or to, you know, whatever... The case may be and he said um and then crucially i did ask about the in the media room you know how was the diversity there i mean i already knew the answer but he said that there were like other than him there were he said like he thinks like three or four other black people and of course they all hung out right because that's like (laughs) because that's just the the way of things um when you're in a sea of white people you're gonna want to um hang out with other people who look like you and, uh, and he was like, yeah, it was out of, you know, I don't know how many media were credentialed for this, but I'm sure it was a lot, you know. Um, so that's like three or four people or five people out of, you know, potentially hundreds of people. So not, not great. Uh, <laughs> and, and again, in the American media, like I've, I've been disappointed, honestly, by the, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's a lot more... Um, I mean, I didn't expect some kind of like critical coverage, I guess. Yeah. But like yeah. it's it's very it's like it's it's almost like it's almost like the Europeans are like the cool kids in school and the Americans really, really want to impress them. Like there's a lot of people who really want the Europeans to think they're cool. Like, we really want them to like yeah. us. And I don't. And Sarah. so we're willing to say and do anything. <laughs> well, you just have to
1: they need us more than we need them. So, I and, like know. I hate to be that way, but like, the money is here. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So we don't need to, to, it's not that we don't need to cater to European offices, audiences, excuse me, but I mean, I, I think that obviously keeping the history and the traditions of Formula One are super important, and why I love the sport, but, you know, we don't need to like bow down to them. Or yeah. an equal partnership? No, that's
0: how I, I feel like that's how a lot of people do feel, and I think that's where you see people responding to like when whether it's the fake merino or the mermaids or the whatever you know, people are like, even if they are themselves
1: American, are like embarrassed in okay, front of their like,
0: European friends. I thought I, I like, I've seen
1: clips from like Hockenheim or something, and like Martin Brunel's wearing like Later In So come on, yeah, get over yeah. it, move on.
0: I know. I know. I it, I yeah, there's no difference, there really. Um that's right. Or they did the in last uh was it? Last season, I guess, in Austria, they all like uh a bunch of them wore the Lederhosen, yeah. like they a lot of them did. Um I guess Lederhosen and crop tops are not the same. But no, but uh and there was definitely that whole toxic masculinity crap that came out with that, of course. There were people that were like, "Oh, no." You know, what is this? Um, I'm like, good good for Danny and Lando. Let them do whatever they want. Doesn't matter. It's a costume. Good for them. Good for them. You know, they didn't. I have to say, I have to say, Danny Ricardo can't drive as fast as he used to anymore. But in a crop top, he slayed. (laughs) Slayed. He slayed.
1: Slayed. He,
0: He. no one can do it like him. I don't think there was anyone else that would have done that better other than maybe Lewis. Or which Lewis showed us his abs as well this weekend. That was a lot. Um but you know, like he he walked down that paddock like it was a runway. I was very proud That's of him. Like Lando did it. Lando's fine too, but you could see Lando's like a little less yeah. comfortable.
1: He's, you know? he's not there yet. He's
0: like, Okay, I'm doing this. Yeah. He's like, I'm doing this. It's funny, it's okay. But but Danny's like killing it. He's killing it. So um, you know, it's uh, <sighs> And so, you know, I I just um so I I asked uh, Dexter again to come back to this like, what I asked him first of all what he thought. I mean, this was his first Formula One race ever, and uh, he said that yeah, he said that he was like he's a sports person in general, and he's a car guy, and he like drives a Jaguar, and he um he said that you know when he heard that the race was coming you know to the Miami area, he's like this is like a world event, and wh- wh- how many more opportunities would I ever get to go to something like this? So he definitely. Wanted to go, and uh, I was like, "Oh, That's this okay. is a, this is such a nice yeah. story." And he did. He he said that when he saw when he when first he saw the cars go around, and he saw the speed, and he saw that like these amazing machines. He said, he, "You know, instantly fell in love with Formula yeah. One." You know, the story that yeah. everyone would want to hear. Everyone in Formula One would love to hear this. Stefano Domenicali would love to hear this. Uh, you know, the Liberty Media CEO guy would love to hear this. I'm sure someone coming to their first ever Formula One race and falling in love. Being like, this is amazing. This is incredible. This is like the greatest thing ever. Like I And he loved it. He, he said he loved it. And he, you know, I, I assume will now be following the sport. This is what these guys want to yeah. have happen. And yet when he asks about how there's going to be more inclusivity and more outreach and what are you going to do to try to, you know, get fans interested who are not white guys, you know, they, they, did, they didn't have yeah. good answers. They just didn't. I mean, again, James Corden—not not an, an answer. answer.
1: Don't care. <laughs> no, I really don't care.
0: <laughs> We're white, and even yeah. we don't I mean, care. I mean, I—I think he's
1: funny. <laughs> I think his show is funny, and I hope that there's a yeah, fun yeah, McLaren yeah, segment. Sure. But like, that—that's not going <laughs> to make somebody a fan.
0: Yeah. No. No. And so you know, um, we—I feel like we've talked too long about this, but I, it's just like such a such an important issue to us, as you guys can probably tell. You know that. It's um, it's just, you know, like I did ask him, I said, like, what what would you do if you were, you know, in charge of like and he had some really good ideas. He's like, I mean, I would have like ad campaigns that specifically try to speak to people, you know, that that Formula One could make that would run in the U.S. And, and he made also just really good points about the fact that in the U.S. like we I don't know if it's like not as much a thing in Europe or what, but like diversity is increasingly a very, very important issue here where people are like companies are expected to have answers for these types of questions. Like, you know, like if someone asked this question in a press conference of like, I don't know, uh, food companies or shoe companies, or if there was some kind of, you know, they'd have like really good answers. I'm not saying they necessarily, that means that they're really doing everything they can and that they're really, you know, but they would at least have like the good PR answers, (laughs) which we didn't have here. And I didn't even mention what Laurent Rossi said. Yeah, you guys can read it in our Twitter thread, but Laurent Rossi was like, "Well, there's no barrier to entry." <laughs> I
1: was that like, "Really?" The most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like nobody is like nobody's under any impression that it isn't difficult to enter Formula 1. Like that's so dumb. Yeah.
0: How hard is it just to, see, to say to say yes, we do have a problem. We we aren't diverse enough. We know about it. We're trying to work on it. Here's what we're doing specifically. Here are the things we're specifically doing, you know, uh, because I don't, I I mean, I just don't know if they're, if they realize how important that's going to be in terms of if they want to be successful here in the U.S. market. Like, you can't think about a typical American sporting event in in all the sports we have here, whether it's football, baseball, you know, whatever. I guarantee you the crowd there is not 5%. you know people of color it's going to be a lot higher
1: it's going to be more representative
0: yeah it's it's a lot more representative like i've been having been to baseball games having been to other types of things like and i'm sure you've had the same experience there's it's much 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 more diverse than you saw like at the formula one race so yeah let's wrap things up and of course before we do we must talk about who won our tweet of the week this week and uh, i don't know if it's just because i felt like i had to give it we had to give it to somebody other than hector sorry hector i'm sure that i'm sure were some really awesome tweets from you as well but yeah he did he did but every dynasty must fall (laughs) and so (laughs) this year the tweet of the week goes to one of our other loyal listeners uh kevin uh who uh who tweeted something very funny in response to uh our i think uh agreement on the outrage that there was this like propaganda at the miami race with this like police escort to the podium which was just ridiculous i mean okay yeah yeah um not cool uh so i (laughs) i posted a tweet about that like what is this no thanks and uh and of course there was the person that always shows up to come comment and say that like if someone was robbing your house you'd call the police and Kevin said, if you rob my house, I'm throwing a fucking alligator at you. Kevin's <laughs> a Florida Kevin man. Because Kevin is actually a, f- yeah, he's a Florida man. He's originally from around here, he told us in, a, in an email uh, back in the day whenever. Uh, but yeah, but he is Florida man. And uh, so he, I feel like that was like the best response to that person. Yeah, <laughs> it <was> so good. Because <laughs> it was not as, it was so good. So good. It was so good. And so we uh, we appreciate you, Yes, we appreciate you. We appreciate
1: um, you and all of our listeners. And everyone. Everyone.
0: And yeah, so you are the big winner this week. Pat yourself on the back. Uh, Don't throw an alligator at anyone unless that guy comes to rob your house. Then by all means. Self-defense. Throw an alligator at him. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that does it. That does it for us this week. Um, So much more to talk about, but maybe we'll get to it next week. And uh, so until then, we will say Bye. bye. Thank you so much for listening. We are an independent podcast made with love, and we appreciate each and every one of you who listens. Racing Incident is hosted by me, Anna Tarkov, and Ellen Nally. It is produced by myself and Ellen, and editing and tech support is by Tim Rodriguez.
1: Charles, what's happened with Max? Nothing, just an incident on the
0: race.